stand together this morning. Sing this with me this morning if you've been blessed. He woke me up this morning and started me on my way. The Lord has blessed me. Isn't it good to be back in the house of the Lord this morning? feels like we've been away for a long time. We've enjoyed our natural family, but we're so glad to be back with our spiritual family this morning. We love each and every one of you. And back this morning as we were preparing, I heard the music. Oh, goodness. Just stirred me up this morning. Ready to go. Amen. We have a few written requests today. Um, Friend of brother uh, Chris Hirschberger's Carlos uh, Sanchez has got acid burns on his legs, and uh, I think in the hospital. So we'll remember him this morning. That the Lord will be with him. Also, brother Jonathan is sick and not feeling well this morning. We'll remember him. <clears throat> Sister Shirley, we've been praying for you. It's good to see you back in the house of the Lord this morning. And, uh, she uh, sent a little note and said thank you. Bride, for all your prayers and your acts of love and kindness during my sickness, Sister Shirley. So we love her, don't we, this morning? Wow. Glad to see her back. We want to continue to remember Brother Ron Spencer in our prayers as well. Uh, and Sister Vicki Tidwell, that the Lord will just continue to touch and strengthen her. And I'm sure there's other needs this morning. If you just make those known by the way, your hand. God sees what our needs are in this service today. He's mindful of what we have needed. Let's go to him in prayer this morning, if you would. Lord Jesus, as we humbly come before your presence again this morning. We just want to thank you, Lord, that you've granted us this opportunity that we can gather together again this morning, Lord, to worship you. May our worship be accepted in your sight, Lord. May you just be among us in a special way. Touch each request today, Lord, every written request, every uplifted hand, Lord. You know what's under the hand even before we ask, Father, and we know you're moving. All we have to do is ask and you shall receive. <clears throat> We're 
asking this morning you move in a special way be with our pastor lord touch him in his body lord give him strength to speak what you would have for us today anoint our ears to hear lord what you have for us and we'll just thank you bless each one this morning that made an effort to be here lord those that are streaming just touch hearts today we pray lord and we'll give you the praise for it feels so good to be back in the house on it this morning. Let's sing this together. I believe it's in the key of A flat. Oh, and as I journey through the land, singing as I go, oh, and pointing souls to Calvary, to the crimson floor, many arrows pierce my soul.
praises One day when sin was as black as could be Jesus came forth to be born of a virgin He dwelt among men My example is He coming back what a glorious day and I believe it's sooner than we've ever imagined that he's going to be back let's sing this this morning I believe it's this one. awesome through the water
fire, some through the flood. Amen. But we're all through the blood this morning. Let's sing this. I believe it's in the key of faith. Standing somewhere in the shadows you'll find
this morning, where would each of us be if it wasn't for the love of God today? I saw this old song this morning. I hadn't sung this in forever. We're just going to maybe sing the chorus, but maybe some of you will remember it. I'm one of his own. Let's sing it together. Well, oh, yes, I am one of his own. own a child he will never disown thank the lord for that this morning one more course and then we'll get out of the way today
presence in the book is ours this morning. You can have your seats. We'll have our ushers to come this morning and receive the morning offering. You just give to the Lord and I know he'll bless every effort. So you want to uh, announce that the Sweetheart Banquet is coming up. It'll be on February the 11th at 5 p.m. And it's going to be $50 per couple. Uh, please uh, text Sister Deanna if you plan to attend that. So remember, February the 11th at 5, Sweetheart Banquet. Looking so forward to that. We always have such a good time. <clears throat> and we have been away for a little bit, so we have missed uh, a lot of birthdays. So I'm going to try to get caught up just a little bit. Uh, on January 1st, New Year's Day, Brother Moses had a birthday. We wish him a happy birthday. And also Sister Charlotte and Brother Leon on uh, January 1st. Happy birthday, Brother and Sister. Uh, and then on the 4th, Brother Nathan Ball celebrated his birthday. We wish him a happy birthday this morning. And then on the 5th, Sister Becky Gibbons celebrated hers. On the 6th, Elizabeth Norrod. So I wish her a happy birthday this morning. And I believe that catches us up. If I missed one, then uh, <laughs> let me know and I'll get it next time. How's that? Okay. I'm so bad at this type of thing. It's terrible. I can only go by what I see in front of me. And if it's not there, I just, I'm lost. Uh, and we have so many additions to the church and whatever, and it changes, and I get so mixed up sometimes. But anyway, Sister Samantha, you're the guest of honor today. <clears throat> Just kind of had you on my heart. If you want to sing that song, Consider the Lilies, I'd love to hear it. Or if you've got something up there, that's good.
and a heart full of love. Let's all stand together this morning as we invite our pastor to come and to deliver what the Lord has given him for us today. How many are ready for the word this morning? Looking forward to what he has in store for us. God's got great things in store, and I want to be a part of it this morning. I normally don't introduce him with this song, but it just came to my heart this morning. I want to try to sing it if we can. Behold Jehovah seated on his throne.
morning and a happy new year. Praise God. Who would have ever thought that we would be here in 2023 when uh, 2000 approached the clock? We thought that was the end of the world. We all stocked up food and secretly. And we thought when the 2000 rolled in, that was it, you know, because there's places that's actually through history that proves that every 2,000 years, something dramatically takes place. Yes. But here we are in 2023. Brother Greg, you believe it. I thought Naomi will be born 2000, and we're going home. Amen. Here we are. Time has rolled along. We're here by God's grace. So happy to be with you this morning. I was driving to church this morning. I'm thinking about how that as people of God, we have a mark of God upon our life. There's just something about you and I when we engage in prayer to Almighty God. It's just not a, another conversation or something that we do out of tradition. There's a special connection between the mortal and the immortal realm. When a real child of God go to praying and crying out to God, supernatural things happen. Things beyond what you can see before you. It engages the celestial realms and things are happening that unbeknownst to you that God is fighting on your behalf there's actually more that's transpiring in the unseen world for you than you can see in the world that you're in and this is how much God thinks about you this morning I just love to find that time with God and to cry out to him and I pray that this year 2023 will be a year of more consecration and prayer to bring us closer in the presence of God. Let's sing the song to him. As the brethren come, this is the tithes, the first fruits you give to the Lord. And God will certainly bless you for doing that. Crossing the calm sea with Jesus, the disciples were getting concerned. The wind started violently blowing, but he was asleep in the stern. Does he not care that we perish? We're helpless. We're so afraid. Jesus arose when they called him and said to them, Where is your faith? Cause you prayed all night. Cause you held on with all of your might. Shout your cries. Have a woe. Master Oh, he knows your voice. 
something about the tears of a real child of God. The Bible said they're kept in a bottle. Praise God. The power of your prayer in the times when you are helpless. That's where God brings us. And then he says, I'll step in now. Take over. When we've done everything that we can to stand, we stand this morning knowing that God's in control of our lives. Well, I want to tell you, I miss you so much through the last few weeks. We're just thanking God. We have the opportunity to be back in the presence of the Lord. That's all right. Let the sister rejoice. You don't know what she's went through. Hell came against her, but she's alive and well. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You know, you don't know. If you don't know my pain, you don't know my praise. Amen. We thank God for uh, his blessings. You know, as a pastor, it's sometimes tough to make decisions. I read this little note on uh, my Instagram this uh, morning. It says, if you accept the call to leadership, you must be willing to be misunderstood, <coughs> criticized, opposed, accused, and even rejected. Isn't that the truth? Because there will always be different opinions. And I, I thought, Lord, just help me to always just to stay focused and to try to do the best I can for the body of Christ and to make those calls that sometimes they're not easy. Is that McKagan I see back there? God bless you. Can you raise up little Elsie? Let me see her. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, she's smiling. God bless you, little Elsie. She's a sweet darling. God bless you. Good to see you. Amen. I love them babies. Hallelujah. It's good to be with you in the presence of the Lord to worship Jesus Christ. I was driving along I-65. My wife and I were coming in from Franklin. We were doing some shopping during the holiday. And, you know, it was just a beautiful drive back before we intercept into 840. And just meditating and talking to the Lord. And the Holy Spirit spoke these words to me. Tell the church, don't go back. Okay, I don't know what the Lord is saying. Tell the church. Don't go back. Don't look back. Return to your first love. Don't go back. I want to speak to you along that line this morning, not to uh, de-Christianize you, but just to, as a way and a form of encouragement to you to don't look back, church. Yesterday can never fix today. What happened in yesteryears, let it stay there. You... Live today, and it's a new day to you. And even the scriptures and lamentations, uh, the prophet said that God gives us a new beginning every day. His mercies are new every day in our lives. I've seen so many people stroll through lives, messing through, messing up today's good day with yesterday's past. And as mortals, I want you to know that we have never been this way before. This is all a brand new walk with us. We were somewhere else in God's mind, but when God dropped us in a body, this mortal flesh, this is all brand new to us. We've never been this way before. But thank God, His mercy and grace are new every day in us. God wants me to remind you today, don't go back. Don't go back. Let's go into the scripture, the Lord helping us this morning. As you turn with me back in the book of Hosea 11, 
This is one of the contemporary prophets uh, bringing a message to Israel. Certainly appreciate the musicians. And by the way, everyone looks so nice with their new Christmas duds. Praise the Lord. Thank God for Christmas. <laughs> Hosea 11 verses, uh, chapter 11, verses 7. Uh, let me make this announcement quickly while you're finding that. We have a special meetings on January 21st through the 22nd of this month with Brother Joe Adams. He will be with us here uh, on uh, Saturday the 21st at 6 p.m., and then on Sunday morning, 22nd. So if you'll put that down on your calendar, and it'll be just a little uh, winter revival. How many enjoy Brother Joe Adams? Love Brother Joe. I appreciate him so much. And the Lord has blessed him. He is actually a full-time evangelist going out now. Felt led of the Lord to just retire from his work. So we'll be very, very uh, grateful to receive him. I'm very excited about seeing him reuniting with him. So that's on the 21st, 22nd, uh, Brother Joe Adams will be with us. And then they mentioned the uh, Sweetheart Banquet on the 11th at 5 p.m. So if you're interested in that, please uh, go ahead and uh, sign up for it. We always enjoy that time with you as well. In the book of Hosea, chapter uh, 11, verses 7, this is God now speaking to Israel. He said, my people are bent to backsliding from me, though they were Though they call them to the high, um, the most high, none at all would exalt him. And, and what a passage here. He said, my people are bent to somehow in this context that I'm drawing this text from this morning. I want you to understand when we see the word here backsliding, it is actually speaking about uh, the past, something that is going back to, not in the sense of immoral uh, backsliding, something that, uh, of a depravity in our lives, but mostly in our mind and our spirit, how Satan can bring us back to places in our lives that keeps us down in our spirits as Christians. And, and that's sort of what I want to focus in. So my people are bent to backsliding from me, Though they call them to the Most High, none at all would exalt him. And then we want to go to Jeremiah, also one of the contemporary prophets, great prophet of God, known as the weeping prophet, the Schofield Bible, uh, 777, if you have it. Jeremiah 5 and 6 says now, speaking now again of Israel, see, the problem has always been as mortals this morning. It is not God. God is God. Never holds us in hostage of uh, uh, failures or mistakes or shortcomings in our lives. Those things are self-inflicted in our lives. It's not God. God never does those things. I want you to understand the revelation of God this morning. God never does that. It is. Human guilt and sensitivity that captivates our mind and hold us as hostages at different interval and junctions of our lives. Even though we know that God's grace intercepted us and delivered us out of some horrible situations, yet as human beings, 
As mortal, we carry a mind that is made out of flesh. And engraved upon the canvas of our minds are, are different areas of our lives that has caused us trauma in, in our walk with uh, with God in our family or even with society. There are certain things that will never be able to be erased from our minds itself. But as Christians this morning, we are given a more sure word, a prophecy that God has instructed us that there is a brighter future for us. That our destiny is not in our past. And where we came from, but really where God has taken us this morning. Do you believe it? In Jeremiah 5, God is speaking of this uh, similar uh, condition of Israel. He said, wherefore, uh, a lion out of the forest shall slay them, and a wolf of the evening shall spoil them. A leopard shall watch over their cities. Everyone that goeth out, hence shall be torn in pieces because their transgressions are many and their backslidings are increased. The same key word you want to keep in mind of the past, the memory, the things that haunts us like a ghost from the past. The memory of things that keep coming up in our spirit and in our minds. That God is saying that I want to sever from your life uh, this morning. I want to go along that line of God helping us today to give you a message that will help you to step up a little higher in this year. And to look at a broader future that God has for your life. You believe that? Let's bow our heads. Our Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you for your amazing grace to us. We thank you for your love. We ask this morning that your sweet Holy Spirit will just come amongst us, Lord, and take control of my mind and spirit and soul and anoint me this morning to speak something that will be of a benefit and a blessing to the body of Christ, that when we say the benedictive prayer, Lord, and we leave this place, we will say, Lord, I'm a better person today. I'm leaving this church house a better person Lord, help us, I pray, in Jesus' name. And the church says, amen. amen. God bless you. you. may be seated. And one scripture, uh, while you're seated, if you'll turn over in the book of Luke, uh, chapter 11. Same concept I want to dwell and build on. Luke 11, 21 and 20 through 26. When a strong man armed keepeth, his palace, his goods are in peace. One is stronger than he shall come upon him and overcome him. He taketh from him all his armor wherein he trusted and divided his spoils. He that is not with me is against me and he that that gathereth not with me, scattereth. When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places, seeking rest and findeth none. He said, I will return unto my house whence I come. 
And when he cometh, he findeth it swept and garnished. Then goeth he and taketh to him seven more spirits, more wicked than himself. And they enter in and dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. Now all in context this morning of, uh, of what we're saying, it is so easy to allow our past life to influence our present life. It's never been intended by God for us to live in a review mirror. But to look unto him, the author and the finisher of our faith. I took a study this week. How many times the prophets or Jesus Christ will give us the directives to either look forward or to look backwards. And uh, looking forward outnumbered uh, the times of looking back a hundred times over. Every time that God gave a directive to the church, it was always taking them in to the future. Every time that Jesus spoke to his disciples, it was always telling them to look ahead and to stay in the future rather than in the past. The problem we have as Christians is the present tense where we're at. But I believe by the children of God this morning that God is wanting us to fully train our minds and spirits to look ahead in our lives. We cannot look back at the past. We cannot even look at our now. But we must look at what God has purpose in our lives. And I believe God has conceived a purpose for each and every one of us. It was God's mind. It was God's plan. It was God's calling. It was God's seed that called us and make us who we are today. We are only the flesh and blood of the chemistry of our parents' body. But the real seed that is in us is of God. The real purpose and the real being of who we are, where we came from, and where we are going is made up of the very thoughts of Almighty God. What a great, what a great calling we have in our life. We are called to a more sure word of prophecies. Many of you today could have been sitting in a school of seminar. Under the jurisdiction of theology or psychology, Christian science, and many different metaphors of religion. But you're here today because there was a more sure word of prophecy upon your lives. You could have been stuck and raised up in well-trained religiosity. But God's grace has called you today. That you are a child of God. You're not stuck in religion. But you're called by the grace of God. We need to remember. And don't forget who we are. We need to remember. There are some fundamental facts. We need to be remembering. 
which constitutes our faith and our beliefs today. We cannot go back, but we must move ahead. We must understand that there was five manifestations of the third pull by creative power that manifested before our eyes. There's never been a man on earth, never been a ministry that engaged themselves so much with the eternal realm that man mistake that vessel for God himself. But what spearhead of fundamental faith, what the creative power of God that spoke and God answered by his validation. What a, what a supernatural ministry we have. No human, no mortal, no pope, no prophets, no one in any age has ever been so engaged with the celestial as the son of man ministry of this age. And there, the people that are so bold to challenge such an anointing and validation is very scary, I say, church. Never in all my studies of religion and everything else, I've never witnessed such a power of omnipotence, omnipotence in any age that has rolled past. The resurrection of the fish. The creation of squirrels. The giving of eternal life. Tumors spoken out of the body of Sister Mita. The Colorado storm stopped by the spoken word command. Never any mortal ever spoke like this on earth. There's never Jesus Christ was the only one that spoke creation and things happen. Friends, I say we were reminded once again that Jesus Christ is not a God of the past, but a God of the present and our future. Do you believe this? Don't go back to the thoughts that we are following some man or some culture. We are following the very voice of God in this generation. There was no other mortal that had the power to engage the supernatural manifestation as the Son of Man. Hallelujah. Oh, he was given power over demonic realms. Diseases at the speed stopped at his, his command. The dead had to come back to life at the command of the creative word of God. The three high words of the Bible was given to him. That no other mortal on earth knew it. And by these three high words that the angel gave to him, demon powers were halted. Diseases was cured. The dead came back to life. Hallelujah. Do you believe it? Don't go back to the thoughts that we are in some culture or we're just following some man. We are following Jesus Christ. The word made flesh and raised up out of history again. You believe it? Hallelujah. As you study the messages and you hear Brother Branham Demon dealing in the realms of demonology. 
Hallelujah. You hear him call a, a, a disease. And suddenly there was a silence for a few moments. And in that silent moment, hallelujah, no other murder on, on earth know what those high words are of the Bible, but he knew them. And he would repeat those words and at the command of those words in the spirit. Think about it. Someone that was terribly ill, hallelujah, death had to lose their body. Sickness had to flee. Praise God. Things were engaged in the celestial realms that angel knew nothing about. You believe it? Amen. Caught up in a constellation of angels. We read of Paul speaking about going up into the third heavens. And what a phenomenal uh, uh, thing and, uh, that transpired when Paul spoke of it. That he was forbidden to even speak of things that he heard in that realm. But the thing right here in our generation, hallelujah, amen, that we've had a, a forerunner in this age who was taken up into the pyramid of seven angels and heard of things and came back and told us about it. Passed beyond the curtains of times. Amen. That no other mortal, amen, except Paul has done. Taken up into a celestial constellation of seven angels that no other mortal on earth has ever went. Praise God. And came back to earth with the revelation of marriage and divorce. The opening of the seven seals. Who we are, where we came from, where we're going. Don't go back to the thought of seeking. This is a culture. This is thus saith the Lord. Do you believe it? I shared this with Sister Deanna eating a little uh, dinner yesterday. I feel so, uh, I, 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 I fear for those who challenge uh, such a conformed, uh, validated ministry as the Son of Man ministry in this age. Hallelujah. There were more diseases healed in any uh, ministry uh, that has ever been on the earth uh, except our Lord Jesus Christ. Because the Bible said the books will not contain the miracles that he has done. But there had never been a ministry on earth who has done so much for suffering humanity as the Son of Man ministry. And those who speak against it, I dare, I dare so challenge even their faith in God, whether they have eternal life. But praise God, God has raised up a first fruit in this generation. And waved it before the churches uh, that there's many more coming into maturity. Do you believe it? Oh, what a, what a blessed people we are today. As I drove the church this morning, I saw different cars coming in, driving in. I, 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 we were driving. I saw, uh, I think it's just to carry past that she wasn't speeding. But anyway, she, she passed us on the freeway, and we're old folks, we drive slow. Amen. She just passed us, and I praise God. There's a predestinated seed. Yeah. 
Amen. Just going along the highway. Amen. Going to church this morning. Not to hear a creed or a dogma or psychology or theology or mind over matter. But to hear from God. Hallelujah. I saw another car and the other one. I came in a parking lot. One after the other driving in. And why are these people here? Why are you here to hear me? No, I'm not. I'm the least of the speakers. But you came to hear Jesus. To lift up the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. To tell the world we worship His majesty. Hallelujah. That's why we're here. Amen. To let the world know whose side we're on. You came this morning all dressed up, all ready to hear from God. I thank God for hungry-hearted people like you this morning. People are hungering for God, thirsting for God. In an age where society has crippled the minds of people, there are still a people in this age that's rising up to the challenge that we will serve God in a dying generation. During the holidays, you know, we, my wife and I, we shopping around for the kids, grandchildren, and oh, we notice uh, teenagers and young people and my and just uh, the age, how reckless it is, and how people are doing, and yet you wonder where are the parents to these young children, and and I think, oh God, I'm so glad we still have parents in this age. Who's trying, who is doing everything they can to hold up the bloodstained banner before their families. No, we're not perfect. Oh, we make mistakes and we come short. And many times we even fall, but we shall rise up again. Hallelujah. Amen. And lift up the bloodstained banner and say, Jesus Christ, he will see us through. You believe it? Now the word backslide means to reverse to a worse condition. To go back to a state of bondage and enslavement of the mind. The greatest sickness in today's world and church it's not so much so a terminal sickness of a disease as it is a mental disease that is hitting humanity. And the greatest of all the sicknesses is battling with the mind. Whether it is decisions or failures our shortcomings are going backwards or deciding to stay where you're at. It all happens in the human mind. So in a state that we have to be so careful as Christians to not allow our minds to control who we really are in Jesus Christ. You understand that it is not your minds that will be raptured. It is your soul that will be raptured. Your mind is only the vehicle 
into two worlds. Hallelujah. To comprehend and to assess the matters before us. But beyond the mind, into the soul realm, there is another spirit, soul that's there that came from God. And it operates who we are in Christ. You believe it? It is so easy to retrogress, amen, back into the past. Back into the past. To live in the past. Why God told me to tell you this. Only he knows. But he told me to tell you. Don't go back. Don't go back. Hallelujah. Stay ahead in Jesus name. Amen. Keep running. Keep fighting. Keep shouting. Keep praying. Keep saying. You believe it. But it's so easy to uh, retrogress. There's so many things in this life to dampen our spirits. To make us uh, melancholy. To cause our spirits to be gloomy. When such things happen to us, it affects our mind. And it's easy to pull into a shell, into a hole, to retrogress into something that God has brought us out of. Let me talk to you this morning. Don't go back. Hallelujah. This could be a habit, addiction, depravity, and spiritual checkmate of all that will contribute to an unhealthy mind, body, and spirit. It's just as important to keep our minds healthy as it is to keep our souls healthy. You understand that? Because the mind is the controlling tower. We receive into the mind. Uh, we receive messages into our minds. Our minds has to be guarded by the Holy Spirit. It has to be sanctified by the Holy Spirit. You see many listening to me now of uh, retrogress into Lonely periods in a wilderness of pain and uncertainty. I have letters through the holidays of, uh, of I just feel that I can't go on. My, my mind can't take any more. I, I just feel that uh, this pain of loneliness and uncertainty is going to kill me. I can't, uh, I can't seem to get out of this, uh, this thing that. Keep haunting me. When I come with a message to tell you that Jesus Christ can. He can break you out of every situation. I don't care how gloomy it is, how dark it is, how terrible it is. He can fix it. You believe it? I said Jesus can fix it this morning. You believe it? They have, they have gone back into, you see, a private spiritual rupture in their spirits, which has taken its toll on them physically and mentally. You could be here today. You look good on the outside. You look healthy on the outside. But you've got a fractured mind. You've got a fractured mind. 
There's a rupture in your spirit somewhere. I'm not talking to you. Amen. And God is telling me to tell you, don't go back to those places. Oh, it is so easy when we feel the pain to grab what we have always used or, or felt as been our comforter to suffice the pain. And whatever it is, I don't know, God knows. But God is telling me to tell you, don't go back. Amen. I brought you out of that place. Don't go back to that place. Amen. Those spirits are walking in dry places. Hallelujah. And they know you've been free. They know you've been delivered. They know the power of God has set you free. And they know your lives. And they're waiting for that opportunity to step back into that place. Lord, help us this morning. Why am I preaching like this? God knows. You see, now there are people, many, are losing uh, uh, spiritual grounds. They're losing grounds spiritually because uh, these, uh, these areas of their lives that has been fractured uh, have taken a toll on them. Good people. People like me and you, people that are in this room. Preachers who are preaching behind the pulpits, pastors and evangelists, teachers, leaders of churches, hallelujah, real people with real problems in a real world that's coming to the house of God and said, preacher, tell me what God told you. And I'm going to tell you again, don't go back. Whatever it means, whatever's worse, don't go back. Do you believe it? You see, perhaps the awful pain and testings and calamities, tragedies and trials have caused a slow drifting back into captivity of Satan. Going back brings uh, suffering church unimaginable with life-threatening diseases that doctors have no name over today. Hallelujah. They have no names for these demons. You know why? Because there are over 200,000 demons that has been loosed in this age. They don't know what to call it. And the problems you have are real problems. They're not fictionary. They're not imaginary. They're real problems. But God told me to tell you he's able to let you out of that place. Do you believe it? Hallelujah. Many times when we see these things happening and the toll that goes with it, the mental and physical toll that goes with these uncertainties sometimes squeeze us so hard that it seems like we barely have the breath to breathe, to get up in the morning, to make ourselves presentable, to even face life itself. Am I talking to somebody? Though we may seem just all so good on the outside, hell is raging on the inside. 
Can I get a witness? It's all right. I know exactly where you're at. I've been to those places. And Satan hounds at your minds that torment you. But praise God, there's a purpose and there's hope for you today. You believe it? Many times, going back when he causes family turmoil. Many are facing depressions and fears, anxiety of all kinds. Some carrying the weights of financial burdens and mounting debts. Simply because in that mind and spirit, there's a fractured place there that Satan has attacked again. Hallelujah. I say to the church of God, gird up the loins of your minds. Gird up the loins of your minds. And say, Lord, I hope in you. My hope is in you, Lord. Don't never get confidence that I'm better or I can whip this devil. Pray the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, God, help us this morning. Despair has set in. The dark clouds still hanging over so many today. And I said, oh, God, thank you for such a great message you've given us. But yet we are, we are dealing with so many things in this life. Despondencies and depravities and the fracturedness of our spirits and our minds. And we're battling in a body, though it appears just right on the outside. My God, help us. We have more sick, sick folks than you can imagine, friends, including myself. Amen. We have more sick, sick folks than we can ever imagine. Because, you see, the battle rages on. The battle rages on. And God is saying to you, he's telling me to tell you that all is going to be well. In Jesus' name. I don't care what the doctor says. I don't care what the psychiatrist has said. I only care about what Jesus has diagnosed in my life. And you know what he told me? To tell you, all is going to be well in Jesus' name. You are going to rise up and stomp on the devil one more time. You're going to tread on the head of the scorpions. You shall defeat that serpent in your life. Somebody shout amen. Somebody is going to rise up in Jesus' name and step on the devil's head. You believe it? Hallelujah. 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 Now you can recall, sweetheart, when I turned to you and I looked at her and I told her, don't go back. You know, sometimes she has to pretend that she lives with just a normal man. But really, a person that's spiritual, they're only a fraction between sane and insane. And I don't know sometimes the way she looks at me like, where, where are you coming from? What are you saying? What do you mean don't go back? Do we need to go back to the mall? Did we forget something? Is there something we need to do? Amen. God says, don't go back. Oh, glory, you believe it? You believe it? Amen. Hell 
has enlarged itself against you, church. You believe that? Hell is no small matter. Amen. Too many of us, we're too polished to say hell. Amen. You know, people don't use that word anymore. It's not appropriate for a minister to say hell. Well, let me tell you something. Amen. That's the denominational idea. Amen. We got to call hell for what it is. Amen. Hell is a real place. And it's enlarged itself against you. Believe it. God help us is my prayer. I love what Red Bram said in Jesus Christ. The same yesterday, today, and forever. He said, you're either backsliding or you're going forward. Remember what I'm saying about backsliding. I'm not talking about moral depravities. I'm speaking about our minds, our deliverance, our victories, our faith, our healing. Hallelujah. What we're holding on for. Are you holding on for it? 2023, then change it. I'm still holding on. I'm still holding on. I'm not giving up. Amen. I came to tell you, I'm not giving up. I'm still holding on. Somebody say, holding on. I'm still holding on. You believe it? But he said, you're either backsliding or you're going forward. Amen. Don't go back. Amen. Don't stay in the back. He's basically telling you, just keep walking. Just keep walking. Amen. When God called Abraham, amen, after all the trials, after all the calamities, after all, amen, that he went through, God called Abraham. And he said, Abraham, he said, I want you to look across the land. He said, look to the east, look to the west. Look to the north and look to the south. He said, all this I've given you. But you know, after that, there was another directive that he gave Abraham. You know what that was? Walk through the land. Walk through the land. I'm telling you this morning, walk through the land. See your family whole. See your children whole. See your finances blessed. See your souls restored. Walk through the land. See your healing. You believe it? See your restoration. Walk through the land. Amen. Praise God. God didn't say, Abraham, you know what? You lied. Abraham, you almost caused Sarah to mess up. Abraham, you took a concubine and committed adultery. God didn't say that. You know what God said to him? Walk. I'm talking to somebody. Walk. Hallelujah. I don't care what happened. Walk forward. Keep running. Keep running. You believe it? Walk through the land, church. You believe it? You see, you can't stand still. You're either going, uh, amen, uh, forward, uh, or you're stuck uh, in the past. Hallelujah. I'd rather be found running. Even if I fall, I'm running. Even if I mess up and going ahead, then be staying back in the past. You believe it? There are no neutral grounds with God. Amen. That's all God asks you to do is get up. Hallelujah. Get up and dust off. Get up and dust off. Shake it off. 
It runs. Hallelujah. I say in 2023, run like you never ran before. You believe this? Amen. And if you are going for it with God, brother, there's something special about a person that does. Amen. A person that is going for it with God, God loves that person. Amen. God loves that person. He's saying to you today, run like you never run. Walk like you never walk. You know this, uh, that's the thing uh, that really sometimes that we have to struggle with uh, in our sort of call walk with God. We get tired sometimes. Amen. We want to sit down. Amen. After you walk so long, you want to rest. You want to take a drink. You want to take a breather. But God said, don't stop. Just keep walking. Are you with me this morning? It is a very serious matter with a very serious consequences for us to look back. Isn't it? I want to ask a question this morning and just, you don't have to answer. You could just, you could just in your mind, just for a moment, I'm giving you permission to. In recalling your past and reassessing the past of your life, and at the finality of that reassessment, does it make you feel better or worse? Worse. Because even though in there are sprinkled some very phenomenal supernatural events in your life, your mind is only wired to pull up the negative of life. Are you with me so far? Amen. If you should have an imagery pass through this room and we ask each of you to tell us what you see, nine times out of ten, you will pull out the negative thing that you saw and not the positive. And so, as Satan entrap us when we look back into our past. Amen. We accumulate all the negative things, every failure, and every mistake and everything that makes us feel horrible. And we come to the decision that I've got to be a terrible person. And let me tell you something. God don't never want you to feel that way. That's never God's indictment upon a child of God. It's Satan's job to lie to you and tell you that God is mad at you. And God don't care about you. And God is angry at you. And God, uh, I don't like you. But I'm here to tell you that God's grace overrides everything. And he says, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Praise God. Matter of fact, I'll tell you this morning, God never even rehearses uh, Verbally, our past mistakes or iniquities to us, it is our own mouths that rehearses them. Are you following me this morning? God never rehearses our failures, our mistakes, our iniquities, our transgressions to us. It is our own lips that verbalize them. Because as far as God is concerned, all he looks for is a remorseful soul and a spirit that says, God... I feel so horrible. Amen. Hey, I, I feel so terrible. I wish I can just hide somewhere. 
I feel so awfully bad. And it's that very moment that the Holy Spirit sweeps in and sweeps us clean. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, it is so special, friends, when we look at the blood of Jesus Christ. But as I say, it's a very serious matter, very severe consequences to think. What is even more severe is to be living in the past, sitting in church, and be blinded to it. It's even more severe. Sitting under anointed preaching, and the word is going for us, and yet we have held ourselves captives. Oh, friends, I say, there is no power of hell. There's no power of demons that can hold us captive when the blood of Jesus Christ has loosed the chains from our lives. The captivities we feel are the own chains that we tie ourselves with. Are you following me this morning? I'm going to spiritually pinch you and hurt you a little bit. But if you remember a time when you were closer to Jesus Christ than you are now, then you're spiritually drifting and you are living in the past. Don't go back. Don't go back. Whatever it is, don't go back. Hallelujah. I can go through and name things, but that's not my job. That's God's job to do in your lives. Don't go back. Amen. Hold that force as strong as you can hold it. Lift up that banner against the enemy. Hallelujah. And said, today I shall rise up in the name of Jesus. You believe it? The evening messenger, Brett Ram said this. He said, don't fade back into the very thing that you came out of. He said, you're drifting. Amen. Don't go back. Amen. Don't go back. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's so easy to do that. It's so easy when you feel pressed, you feel upset, your spirits are heavy. Amen. Everything is just going in a disarray. And it will. And it'll continue. I'm not promising you a future where nothing is gonna be wrong. And no mistakes are not gonna be made. And no iniquity and transgressions will not be committed. But I'm promising you a future of a God that is able to lift us up out of those places. You believe it? Lift you up out of those places. Where you can lift your hands up to God and say, mercy rewrote my life. I could have fallen my soul. Hallelujah, cast down. But mercy rewrote my life. You see, the first church, they had a battle against this attitude of uh, carefreeness. And the very name we've been preaching on it, we're still in series. Return to your first love. The very name Ephesus has a strange compound meaning aimed at and relaxed. Aimed at and relaxed. Pardon me. It's so easy to see your purpose. You know what God has promised you. You know you're destined to this purpose. 
but yet allow our mind and our spirits to be relaxed. Aimed at and relaxed. It is so easy to take for granted where God has brought you from. It is so easy to take for granted how God has kept us and has guarded us and has, uh, and has uh, pardoned us and has uh, held us uh, to a place to where we feel confident. So easy to do. God is not saying that I'm not able to keep you because I believe the Holy Ghost has staying power. But God is simply saying to you this morning, be careful not to aim and relax. Just to aim and relax. It's time that we put our nose to the grind. And say, Lord, I prayed all night. I'm going to hold on with all of my might. Because my prayer will await the master uh, this morning. He said, don't fade back into the thing that you came out of. Uh, you're drifting. Oh, God, help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. When the Lord spoke those words to me, Brother Greg, don't go back. In my mind, I start, oh, God, where, 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 Lord? Where have I gotten back? Where have I gone back? Why am I dwelling on the past? What am I dwelling on? What has happened? Amen. I went through 30 years of ministry of this and of that or the other. Even today, I got up, amen, shaking and battling my mind with just the past. From the time the ministry was launched and different junction of the ministry and battled all the way, even coming out to the pulpit this morning. And yet God had a message for me and for you this morning. Don't go back. This is real stuff, friends. This is real stuff I'm talking about right now. Hey, Amen. This isn't, you're not just, you're not dealing with just some kind of a little, you know, Casper here. You're talking about something real, demons. Yeah. Real demons. Yeah. That's some little guy floating around in the air. Hey, Amen. Something real that affects your mind. Yeah. Hey, Amen. Come against you. Yeah. Makes no difference who you are. Yeah. How long you've been serving God. Right. Hey, Amen. It comes against you out of vengeance. But praise God. Amen. We have an absolute. Amen. We have a promise that God will deliver us. Amen. From those places in our lives. You believe it? You see, this church, they were aiming at the high calling of God. They began to give way to a less watchful attitude. And it had become relaxed. And they were drifting. It's so easy to drift. You need to always remember the severeness of the place that God delivered you from. And never lose that pain of where God bring you, brought you from. Whatever it is that you're going through, whatever it is God delivered you from, don't never lose that severeness and that desperation and that pain that you felt that moment when God came to you and delivered you. Don't never get rid of it. Right. Amen. Hallelujah. Always keep it before you. And tell yourself this, Brother Greg, I'm not going back. Hallelujah. I'm not going back. 
Amen. Satan, you might as well give up now. I'm not going back. You're not going to entrap me back to this again. Amen. I'm not going back in Jesus' name. I want you to be careful, bride of Christ, because complacency will lead to destruction. It's so easy as humans. This is why Jeremiah said to the people and Hosea, my people are bent to going back. We love to go back. As much as I'm preaching, I'm still going to battle with wanting to go back. Even after this message, tomorrow morning, I'm going to battle with wanting to still live in the past because I want to fix it. Isn't that correct, friends? We all want to do it. Amen. We write about it. We document it. We write letters of it. We, we write it all down. We, we, we do all the negative things we keep documentary of. But the question I ask you this morning, do you have a documentary of all the miracles that God has done in your life? Can I challenge you this morning? Amen. Do you have a documentary of all the miracles God has done in your life? Or is, or, is, or is it only, amen, the diary of all the negativity that has taken place in your life and all the pain and the sorrow? That's true. You need to remember that. But you also need to remember that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You believe it? It's so easy to drift back into a condition, a condition. You know, it's so easy to drift back into a condition. I've retrogressed back into a condition simply because uh, you, you, uh, uh, something has happened to cause a disappointment. Something didn't happen because you feel like your faith has failed. That miracle didn't happen as you had imagined it. All these scenarios happened that caused you to want to shrink back into a condition because it's easier, amen, to go back to that than it is to stand up and to say, God, but I'm going to wait till my change comes. I'm going to wait till my change comes. I don't care what happened. I'm going to wait till my change comes. Hallelujah. You believe it this morning? Oh, I love it, friends. You know, uh, Brother Branham saw the bride stepped out of line. In other words, he, he saw the bride actually step back, aiming into something that God had called her from. And this was a preview of the bride in the rapture message. He said, I noticed, and this is just the nature. I'm just saying, this is all of our nature. I'm preaching myself, you understand? When I do like this, how many things are pointing back at me? I mean, there's more pointing back at me than it's pointing to you. Amen. But you understand that's just our nature. Amen. To always want to look back and stay back and want to keep in this thing. And as Brother Brown, we were talking about even up until the time of the rapture, we are going to struggle with these things. Notice he said, notice one of them trying, two or three of them trying to get out of line. I screamed, stay in line. And the vision left me. And I was standing in the room screaming, stay in line. Why? 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 
We know it. We know our purpose. We know our destiny. We know our call. We're predestinated. We are the virtuous bride of Jesus Christ. But yet, our mortal flesh, the substance of the chemistry of this body, seems to work against us. Yes. Hallelujah. And want to just step aside. Hallelujah. And this was happening up until the time of the rapture. And he saw, saw the bride just step out of line. In other words, step back. Amen. From where God was propelling her to go into a rapture. God is telling you, don't worry about all of it. Amen. Just step forward in Jesus' name. Amen. He will bring us to our translation. It's not up to us to rapture ourselves. It's up to God to raise us up in the last days. You believe it? All your works will never rapture you. All your righteousness will never rapture you. All God is telling you is just keep going forward. Hallelujah. Now, notice he didn't, he didn't call things. He didn't say different sins. He didn't say anything about moral depravity. All he said is, she stepped aside. And God was saying, you got to step ahead. Hallelujah. Amen. For you to have victory, you got to keep walking ahead of the enemy. Are you with me? Amen. Step ahead of Satan in Jesus' name. In another message, the masterpiece, Brett Bram said, and then I have to watch her. She, she gets out of step with the word. If I don't watch, they, they was looking out somewhere else. Isn't that crazy? Oh, we know we're the predestinated. We know we're the children of God. And, and, and sometimes we find ourselves in some of the most, uh, some embarrassing moments of our lives. Amen. Why am I thinking like this? Why do I even say this? Why did I let that, that thought cross my mind? Am I the only one in the room? Somebody say amen. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. But yet we, we feel that way. We think that way. And we think, why? I'm probably the most horrible. And Satan moved right in and said, you dumb devil. Amen. We have to talk to him and say, you dumb devil. Amen. You don't know anything about my destiny. God does. He's just guessing. Hallelujah. He's just guessing. You know, Satan don't even know who's seed and who isn't seed. Come on. If he did, that will make him omniscient, omnipresent, omnipotent. Satan don't know who's seed and who isn't seed. So he picks on everybody. Even God's bride. But praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Our Jesus. Our ambassador. Amen. Our Messiah. Our bridegroom bore our shame. Hallelujah. He bore our shame. Back off, Satan. You can't touch them. Back off in the name of Jesus. They're mine. Praise God. Hallelujah. Oh, how I love that. I love the way he put that. He said, I have to watch her. She, she, she'll, she'll get out of step with the word if I don't. And they, they was looking out somewhere else. Praise God. How many of you just this week, maybe last week, I don't know, the devil tell you, ah, oh, you don't even know anything. You're not even a child of God. You're not even a seed of God. You're not even predestinated. You're just a hypocrite. That's the biggest lie. That's the number one tool Satan likes to use against us. It's that we're hypocrites. You know what Abraham said to do? When the devil tells you something, take the verse to that. If the devil tells you you're a hypocrite, that means you're a saint of God. 
No devil ever come to a real seed of God and said, you know what? You're a real Christian. Has Satan ever told you you're a real Christian? Never. Never. Amen. He will never tell you that you're a real Christian. He will never compliment you of all, amen, the benefits that God has brought in your life. But he will tell you all the negative things. And he'll tell you how terrible you are. But praise God, my bridegroom. He tells me everything that's good about me. He tells me, amen, everything, amen, that he loves about me this morning. Oh, I just love him so much. I love him so much. Amen. Satan wants you to drift away from the presence of God this morning. He does everything. And as God posts warning signs along the roads of life for us to avoid these danger of drifting, I want you to understand that Satan wants you to drift away from the presence of God. That's where he's trying to keep you from. You know how I know that? He tells you that you're not worthy to pray. That God will not hear your prayer. That you are such a hypocrite and that you are so backslidden that you might as well quit all the way. But praise God. The Bible said that the weakest saint upon his knees will cause the devil to tremble in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. I don't care how weak I am. Drop to your knees and say, God, have mercy upon my soul. Oh, there's just something that's pleasing to Almighty God about it. But Satan wants to cause you to drift away from his presence. The message is a summons this morning to the bride of Christ from the Holy Spirit to return to its first love. And say, Lord Jesus, uh, I may have looked at somewhere else, but I want you to know you're my first love. Hallelujah. I may have stepped aside, but Lord, no one ever fulfilled me like you fulfilled me. No one loved me like you loved me. When I'm in your bosom, no one ever feels as loving and comfortable as when you love me. When I'm hurting, no one ever wrapped their arm around me like you wrap your arms around me. When I feel the pain, no one ever touched me like you touched me this morning, Lord. Help me, Lord Jesus. Help me, I pray. And I want to return to my first love. I want to come back to God. I want to come back to where he's at. And I want the flames, those, uh, those little ember of his flames to just uh, flame in my life. Hallelujah. Look at me now, Satan. I'm where I belong. In the arm of my bridegroom. Amen. In the arm of my bridegroom. Yes, I got some cuts. I got some pains. I've got some transgression. There's some iniquities. There's some past, but I'm where I belong, in the arms of Jesus Christ. Praise God. Let's stand to your feet and give the Lord praise in the house and say, Lord, I'm where I belong, Lord. I'm where I belong. In the arms of Jesus Christ, my lover. Look what y'all done to me. I didn't got through page two. Amen. But praise the Lord anyhow. Hallelujah. He's God, isn't he? How many feel like Jesus came in this place 
and all your hurts, amen, I've been touched today. And all your pains have been touched. Can I get a witness? Come on, church. Amen. Certainly, he wiped away my condemnation. He caressed me. He wiped my tears. Praise God. Amen for such a, a Savior and a Master as Jesus, my Lord. Praise his holy and matchless name. Hallelujah. I just love you. And those three little words, don't go back. Amen. God spoke to me. Amen. And in my mind, I can say this morning, even though it was a battle, I feel better than when I walked up to this pulpit. I'm going to walk up this pulpit feeling victorious in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And said, Lord God, I'm so thankful you came and you washed away my tears. Amen. And you loved me and you wrapped your arms around me. And Lord, and you hush me when I begin to tell of all this and all that and the other. And speak no more. Hallelujah. But Lord, I want to speak no more. But Lord, I heard, I understand. I understand. Oh, praise God. Aren't you glad he's still El Shaddai, the breasted one? Amen. To take us into his bosom and say, now, don't worry, hush. Like a fretting little child, he said, you can nurse off of me and draw strength. I'm so glad El Shaddai came into the church this morning and said, just nurse for me. Hallelujah. Amen. The self-sufficient one, the God that is more than enough, El Shaddai. Amen. El Shaddai. Adonai. The mighty one. Nurse from his bosom and draw strength. For healing and deliverance this morning. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just love it, friends. I love you this morning. I want to tell you, amen, that you're real children of God. You're a real child of God. You defeated the enemy this morning when you put your shoes on and you step in the house of God. Hallelujah. When you came and you lift up your hands through every condemnation and every lies and every accusation and every falsehood the devil has done against you. And you lift your hands up. You defeated Satan right there and there. Lift your hands up right now and say, Lord, I defile the enemy in Jesus' name. I defile Satan in the name of Jesus. God bless you. Hallelujah. Let's sing a song of victory. Let me send you home in victory. I'm going to send you home in a New Year message in style today. Hallelujah. You're going to leave here styling and profiling, telling the devil, I've been washed with clean water. I've been washed with clean water. Hallelujah. Amen. Christ washed me with a washing of the water by the words. How many feel clean this morning? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Detergent didn't take it out of you. Pomolith can't do it. Bath and body works don't cut it. Amen. Joe Malone don't do it. Everybody else don't do it. Oh, but something about the word. Amen. When it touches your flesh, you walk out of there shouting. Praising. You feel so clean all over. You don't have to worry about residue leaving on you. Amen. No bath soap or anything. Amen. It's going to take it out. But Jesus Christ, through the washing of the word, has been washing you. You believe it. 
Thank you for staying in the washing machine. Amen. And have you there for an hour now, tumbling you this way and tumbling you that way. Amen. Putting the water on and putting the Holy Ghost in there. Now you're coming out nice and clean. Telling the devil, I'm free. I'm free. I'm living this moment in victory. Hallelujah. And no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Glory adios. I said, God is in this place. You believe it. Hallelujah. Sing, Brother Mark. Oh, something keeps holding me Every day I see He's helping me faithfully He's helping me faithfully To overcome my trials Oh, He's guided me constantly Giving me victory he's a reality something keeps holding me oh Satan lay before me his temptation and his desire to stay you found it. 